Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Forward Farming with your favorite Wisconsin farmers. We sure are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyways, what what are we going to talk about this week, Amber? So I figured we would talk about social media tonight since we are kind of uh, social media influencers. Well, you more than me. I I don't know if I'd go that far, but... (laughs) After you were interviewing me for my episode, you sent me a text and you're like, oh shoot, I forgot to ask you why you started your social media account. And we kind of agreed then that we could probably turn that into a whole episode. So that's what we plan on doing tonight is talking about how we got started, what our advice to other ag accounts would be, just more of our rambling. So buckle up. I'm excited. I think people like the rambling. My mom, uh, I was talking to her today and she's like, I listened to your podcast. I was like, oh, what'd you think? She's like, you guys laugh a lot. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, yeah we think we we're hilarious. <laughs> that could just be the bush lights and your SoCo and Mountain Dew talking, but. It, it's possible. Yeah. So tonight's episode is unofficially sponsored by Bushlight, right? Bushlight. Bushlight. Yep. And uh, Southern Comfort and Mountain Dew. So cheers. Cheers. And uh, just to paint a picture for you guys, Becca has this ginormous cup with a plastic straw because we care about the turtles. Uh, it's like, it's silicone. It's a 32 ounce. Did you, did you grow up with Polly Pockets? I sure did. I don't know if I had that many, but I know I had some. Did you ever happen to, um, this is super weird if you've been, did you ever chew on the clothes, like the silicone clothes? Because that's what I think of when I have straws like that, Polly Pockets. I don't, I don't, I think I did. Well, I think that's the okay. thing. I'm just going to be the weirdo on this one. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, okay, should we get to the lows, maybe? Yes. Is your low chewing on silicone? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this week has been a doozy. Um. Last week, you said you felt, I don't know if I said it or you said it, but it felt like a very long week, like Friday happened on Tuesday kind of a deal. And that's kind of how it is for me this week. Um, It's just been like a crash and burn type week. Um, Lots of things going on without a lot of things going on, if that makes sense. It does in my brain. So we're just going to stick with that. So um, how about you? What are your lows like? (laughs) Um, My low... uh... I just had to like think really hard on this because it's actually been a pretty good week, but um, I've had to treat a lot of pneumonia in my calves, like my wean calves, which is always kind of a bummer because you don't like having to spend money in antibiotics when you don't need to, but they've all needed to be treated. So that's my low for the week. Hopefully this weather, even though it kind of like, I mean, the weather was better this week. So you think that it'd be better, but I don't know if it was a swing from hot to cold or what, but a lot of sick calves this week. Um, most of them are doing better now, so that's a plus at least. Yeah, it was like 65 degrees, at least here anyway, on Wednesday, and it was super nice. Kind of overcast. Like all and, day? Yeah. 
Wow. I know. It was really we nice. Was lucky, but... <laughs> no humidity. Like it was, it was a nice change of pace, but now today it's back in the 80s and humid. So yeah, I think it's supposed to be really hot this weekend. Yes. Hot and rainy, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Anyway, what What's was your it? high? Um, oh. My high, I got my hair cut last night and that was nice. I was able to get off the marsh. Um, the last time I got my hair cut was probably last time I left this area. So that was nice to get out for a little bit, go into the real world. Yeah. It's <laughs> a little bit of normal. A little bit, kind of scary, but a little bit of normal is always good. Yeah. My high, um, I okay, I have two highs because I have two exciting things happen this week. Uh, my first one is I dropped off some of our beef sticks at a local store. Um, Lucky Cow Coffee and Gelato. She makes her own gelato and sells it. And like now she's got a store and she sells coffee and she sells the cheese that her cow's milk goes into. Um, so she's starting to carry some of our beef sticks, which is exciting. Just yeah, another awesome. way to kind of get our name out there. Um, and then I'm also starting to work with Mukal. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, Becca, I don't even know what type of breeds there are of cows. You think I know <laughs> what this thing is? I, I saw you talking about it and it sounded really cool. <laughs> yeah. So it like, it goes on their tail head and then it, it, gathers all this data like with how the tail's moving and like if they're having contractions and things like that and then it'll actually text you like when a cow is in labor and as she's getting closer and like the technology is just insane so I have a charging today hopefully tomorrow I can get it like activated and on a cow to see if it works I'm excited so do you have a lot of calves that are coming soon do you have some oh yeah yeah is that just a non-stop yeah I mean we've always yeah we've always got quite a bit of um, calves coming. We slowed down a little bit in the winter, but I've got a couple of mine in the close-up. Well, one now I had a bull calf this morning, but um, yeah, I, don't, I think I'm just going to pick like the closest one and put it out and see what happens. That's exciting. I'm excited to see how that works and I don't even understand any of it. So cool. <laughs> yeah. So what are your um, goals? Um. My goal this week is to try to find organization in my life. I don't know what that means or how I'm going to find it, but I need to do it because everything is just chaos. And I, I feel like I said this goal a lot, but I need to figure it out pretty soon here. Yeah. I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of glad you said that, though, because I feel like we're kind of the same way when it comes to, <laughs> to this kind of a mindset. Um, because like I, I don't write things down. I don't have a planner. I'm not like a write it out type of person. Like people that can have a journal and have like color coordinated everything. That stresses me out. I wish man. I could. I wish I could. But I just wish I could. Yeah. The of that stresses me out. Um, we typically don't plan out our like weekly podcast until like the night before usually, or like we don't send each other questions <laughs> until the day of. So. Um, maybe we can make a group goal to maybe figure something out with that. Maybe. Yeah, we'll figure, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. At we'll least two days in advance. 
at least. Yes, that would be, <laughs> that'd be a miracle. <laughs> oh, was, did you have another goal or was that just your goal? That was my goal because actually I was thinking the same thing. This week was kind of very chaotic and I wished I had my life together a little bit more, but it is what it is. Farm life and anything that comes after that is just, it just I think that's what makes it so hard too, because the farm is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So like, even if you take the time to make a planner out or like, you know, it's just, it can all be blown up in two seconds. Yeah. And I think that was kind of a big learning curve for Dan when he came onto the marsh. Like he, he didn't grow up on a farm, so he didn't understand necessarily that lifestyle. Like he didn't, like it took him a minute to understand like, oh, we, we had plans for this day, but we're going to have to cancel it last minute because this came up and it's way more important than like going out to eat or something. Like that was a little bit of a learning curve for him, but he figured that out pretty darn quick. So farm life kind of trumps every, everything else. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's dive into social media. Shall we? Let's do it. Yeah. So I think it'd be like fun to start with kind of just why we started maybe in like our evolution of where we are now. Yeah, for sure. Would you like to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Uh, hey, rock, paper, sure. scissors for it. <laughs> rock, rock, paper, scissors. scissors. Okay, Woo-hoo. you win. So does that mean I go first? I don't care. Okay. Well, I have been on Instagram for quite some time because I'm old and I just had a personal account. And once I kind of, once I came back to the marsh, I started sharing more of that side of my life on my personal Instagram page. And I basically wanted to do that just so I could have pictures and try to explain things to people. Um, But I noticed that um, I had a huge decline in likes from like a personal picture, like if I took a picture of my face or something compared to like a cranberry picture, like I could tell there was a huge gap in interest there. Um, So I kind of kicked around the idea of what I wanted to do to promote the cranberry industry and how I wanted to go about that. And I've said this before, but some of my best thinking comes from when I'm on a lawnmower. Um, So I think it was two summers ago, I was mowing lawn And all of a sudden, I just had, like, the word cranberry chat stuck in my head for some reason, like, with amber as a cranberry part. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is what I want to do, but what do I want to do with that? So originally, I thought I wanted to do a podcast, um, and I had, like, everything kind of planned out, but then, um, like, it just kind of got stuck in my head, like, well, no one wants to hear my voice. Like, I have a super squeaky voice. No one wants to hear me talk for... (laughs) like 30 minutes to an hour like one of my nicknames is squeaks <laughs> so I was like no one wants to listen to this voice for that long and like what am I going to talk about so that dream kind of disappeared real quick and I decided that Instagram was a good platform because I wouldn't have to talk a lot and I could just share pictures and just kind of share things through that platform and so I started my page and then I kind of I started my page back in January, this last January. And I started following the ag community a little bit more. I think I found you right away. And I found the grateful farm wife, Kylie. I found 
Mary Pat over at Millennial Farm Life, I saw that there are also these women in ag that were sharing their stories. So I thought like if they could do it, I could do it. No one else is, is really highlighting the cranberry industry. So why not me? Like I've got time, I can do this. So I started my page not really knowing what I was doing other than the fact that I just wanted to show people the behind the scenes of the cranberry world. And then that was, that was kind of it. I, I wasn't seeing a lot of other people talking about it. And I was just getting so frustrated um, with people coming up to me and being like, oh, you're in cranberries. Are you wearing hip boots all the time? Like, why are you standing in water? Like, how does this work? And like, I realized that this is Wisconsin state fruit and nobody knows anything about the industry. You know, they see it once a year during Thanksgiving or during the holidays. And then after that, it's just kind of, they, they don't think of cranberries. So now it's just super cool to see like people show interest in it and, and just ask all these really awesome questions and interact with me. Like it's so much fun. And I had like, no, I didn't really have any expectations for myself other than to just go. And that's kind of what I did. And I'm still, like I said, I just roll the punches. I don't plan anything out. I'm just, I just go. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to see, see how it changes every, pretty much every day and different people come along and it's cool. I like it. It's a fun little community that we have and I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah. I was so excited when I found you because I, I, you're the first cranberry grower that I had seen on Instagram and like, especially from Wisconsin. And now I know there's a couple more on, but um, it's just cool to learn about something that your state is like really well known for, but Mm -hmm. you don't really ever hear about. Right. Yeah. Someone just asked me um, a question tonight and they they asked, like, I I put up a picture of just the fruit today, um, what it looks like. And someone was like, well, why is water associated with cranberries if they don't grow in water? I was like, well, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, let me tell you. Thank you for asking. Um, so just people showing interest like that, like it's a billion dollar industry for our state and like no one knows anything about it and it just blows my mind. So for me to just, even if the only takeaway that people get from me is that they don't grow in water, like that's a win. Anyway, that's, that's kind of why I started, how I started. So let's hear about you. Sure. Well, um, I had to look back like a couple months ago. I was scrolling to like my first few posts just to see what I came from. And uh, (laughs) what I came from was terrible pictures and like lots (laughs) of filters. (laughs) Um, But my account, I started in 2011. So it was like right after I graduated from college. And I, my first like probably 10, 15 posts were just random I don't even know what, like, I should probably delete them. (laughs) And then it was kind of just life. And then I noticed a shift. I started posting a little bit more about um, the cows and, like, the calves. And it started out with just cute pictures of them. And then I kind of started to, like, get a little bit more educational. Um, And I think that's kind of where it started growing. And it's kind of just evolved over the years. I, after Sophia was born kind of shifted again. I still mainly talked about the cows because I wasn't like super comfortable putting pictures of her up, you know, for the public to see and stuff. And then, I don't know, probably over this last year with Joe and stuff, like they've just been so much fun to watch on the farm. So I've definitely posted a lot more about them. So now I feel like I'm, I still try to do like educational things, but I don't hold myself to any expectations. Like when I have something interesting to say, I'll say it but I'm 
not like, okay, I need to sit down and have four educational posts a week or something. Like, I think people learn a lot more when I'm just sharing my everyday mm-hmm. because things that I don't even think are educational or like interesting, other people do. So that's basically what I do now. I just share my life, <laughs> the good, the bad. Um, I try to keep it real on my page. I try to be really positive. I know like some people say that that's one of the things they like about my page is that I'm usually pretty positive, but if something bad happens on the farm, I'm not going to shy away from talking about it because life on the farm is not always great. So right. that's one of the things, uh, I don't know, just keep it real. That's my motto. If I don't feel like posting for a little bit, I won't feel like, I just don't because I don't know if my heart's not in it, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But, I don't know if this is kind of the same with you, but like, I almost feel guilty if I don't post something. Like for me, it got to the point, like, like you and I, we're both active farmers. Like we're, we kind of talked about this before where we're super involved on the farm. Um, So we're busy during the day and uh, it can get pretty overwhelming. So I like to take my weekends off of social media. Like I don't, like posting, like that's kind of just my downtime to relax because otherwise like I just get so focused on it and I'm like, okay, well I need to, I need to post every day and like, I need to keep up with all this stuff, but it's like, dude, take a chill pill. <laughs> like yeah, enjoy exactly. your time off. It doesn't happen often. So when it does, like just, just chill for a second. It's okay. Um, I've been kind of, yeah, like Sundays I've been kind of just, I mean, it's not like I won't get on, but it's kind of our family day. So it's like, if I, you know, unless something, oh my gosh, I got a fly bugging me. <laughs> if I don't have anything like, I don't know, out of the norm going on or whatever, I, I don't feel obligated to post anymore. I know like the algorithms are like, oh, you need to post every day. You need to be so in, like engaged with everyone else. And it's like, sometimes I don't want to. Yeah. For my sanity, sometimes I just need to. Yeah. Not. It's not like we're like getting paid to, you know if someone was paying me for every single post, yeah, maybe I'd do a little bit better, but. I know. That's what my mom always keeps telling me too. She's like, oh, I just wish you could get paid for this. Like you work so hard for this. I just wish someone would pay you. (sighs) Bush light. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or ocean spray. I mean, come on. Yeah, or ocean spray or hey, Carhartt, where are you at? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what are some tips? You're a little bit more seasoned at this than I am. Um, but what tips would you give to someone who is looking at starting, maybe not necessarily a farm account, but just, you know, a, yeah, let's talk about farms. What, are, what would you tell someone on their farm and they're a little bit nervous? What would you tell them when it comes to starting up an Instagram page? So I think my biggest tip is just knowing that we're farmers. We are on the farm. We know what happens on a farm. Um, one of the biggest reasons I started sharing more and more on the dairy and now like all my other animals that I have my funny farm. Um, but there's a lot of activists out there that like to think that they know what happens on dairy farms Mm -hmm. and they're loud. I mean, they are impressive keyboard warriors. I will give them that. They, I don't know where they find time to constantly put us down, but if we're not out there telling our story, then they're the ones that are taking over and doing that. So that's my biggest tip is that just know, no matter how much you share, how little you share, if you're sharing about your farm, 
and you impact one person to thinking like, oh, dairy farms are actually like really sustainable. They're really taking good care of their animals. It's totally worth it. Another tip, I kind of mentioned this before, but just like keeping it real. Um, I tend to not like and follow accounts where people are just like perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, everything's so polished and thought out. And yeah, I just, it's not real life. And I know that their life isn't always like that. So the fact that they don't want to share any of their lows and like, you know, true life kind of turns me off. So that's why I always just kind of try to keep it real. Um, yeah, why don't you go now? <laughs> <laughs> I had more, but I don't want to keep talking. <laughs> um, so like for me, I, I don't know if you know this or not. I'm a super, super introvert. Like oh, me too. I, I like I don't know when this happened, but I get like super socially awkward now. I don't know if this has always been a thing or if I just started realizing it, but like if I'm in a large group of people, I hate it. Like I just immediately shut down. So the thought of talking to my camera for I don't know how many people to see was super intimidating for me. Um, and so I just I just had to stop thinking about how many people are gonna see it and just share like it it took a minute for me to kind of pull myself out of that like awkward embarrassing feeling and sometimes like I like I still won't talk on my phone in front of other people like even Dan I'm just like go away I'm trying to do this like I don't want you looking at me I don't want you listening to that in front of me like it's just um (laughs) so I think the biggest thing is just to kind of be passionate about what you're talking about and it'll it'll all come so easily and people will be able to tell that you're being genuine if you're really passionate about it. Um, So just kind of, if you can overcome that initial shock and initial awkward fear, just go for it. I mean, people, like you said, people are going to be more receptive to it if you're just sharing your life and not just like a script. I -hmm. think that's, that's a little bit of a turnoff for me too. So Another thing for me is to just like unfollow people that make you feel bad about yourself. Um, Amen. (laughs) Like, I don't want to be scrolling through Instagram and seeing like, like you said, all this proper and prim stuff all the time. Like if you can't show me that you get dirt on your face or like, if you know, like it's just, it's not real and I don't want to see it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah, not what farm the, life is about. <laughs> they make the mute button now. So if you need a break from people, that's what you can do. Um, I think my last tip, sorry, one more. Yeah. If you um, are like doing stories and stuff, I remember when stories first came out, I thought they were really stupid. Yep. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. And yeah, I was kind of the same way as you. Like I didn't want to film myself. It was just weird. And I still won't do it in front of people. But um just post, post a story. If you are looking like a hot mess or you can't think of the words you're trying to say, just post it. Cause almost every time I do that, people are like, wow. <laughs> but I think it's like kind of funny in a way, maybe I hope, I don't know, but post I mean, a dang story. I mean, that's basically what this podcast is. Like we don't have our words together all the time and no, we're usually we hot messes. <laughs> if you like tried to edit like that we only sounded like intelligent and good I mean it would take forever and it'd probably be like a 10 minute podcast 
I mean, that's how our first episode was. <laughs> we had like 45 minutes and it ended up being like a minute and a half. That was some technical difficulties. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Um, so you were talking before about how you like to listen to some podcasts. Um, oh, yeah. I mentioned it last week. About um, how Instagram works and that kind of thing. What? Tell us about that. What do you listen to and, and why? So one of like the main ones I listen to that I really enjoy is called Instagram, and it's by two ladies that are from Australia, so they have really awesome accents, and they just, I don't, I really, I don't even know that much about them. I haven't listened to like a ton of podcasts, but they always have people on sharing like how they built their Instagrams and like how they started businesses on Instagram and just kind of utilize the the um, app to do what they wanted to do. Um, and really, I just like their accent, so I keep listening to them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I know last time I mentioned to the Gold Digger podcast, um, she, Jenna, is, she just like, she has so much knowledge that she like spews out business-wise and stuff. It's not always Instagram. Um, and a lot of it doesn't apply to me because I don't necessarily have like a business, but we're trying to grow like the meat sales and stuff like that. I, I'm just trying to broaden my horizons because there's a lot I don't know about that. So those are two of my favorites. I know there's a couple other others that I've listened to, but their names are not coming to my head right now. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So have you noticed yourself changing the way that you approach Instagram after listening to some of these? Like, do you listen to these things, like these things, these podcasts, and you're like, oh, wow, that actually does make sense. I'm going to start doing that right away. Or do you just kind of like pick and choose and kind of make it your own? Um, mostly pick and choose because, I mean, a lot of what they're talking about doesn't doesn't necessarily apply to me. Like, uh, I know email lists are really big and stuff, and I don't have that. I've got I mean, I made a website, which was a big step for me. <laughs> and when I started, I kind of wanted to like put some blogs out there and stuff. So then I, it would be good to have an email list, especially like when we get inventory of different products back in stock and stuff. So I know that's something I need to do. I just haven't applied it. So right now I feel like I'm just in the learning stage, not necessarily the application stage, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it's still really interesting to hear about. So when you were going to school, did you ever think that you would need to know like all this computer stuff, like how to start and manage a website and like how to build your brand on social media? Like, did you ever think that that would be a thing? Not, not a chance. Mm -mm. Um, I like, I almost wish I would have taken more courses. Like, I guess, I mean, I'm older than you, but when we were in college, we had Facebook I don't know if Instagram was around. It wasn't popular because I didn't get it till after college. Uh, I don't even, I don't think we had Snapchat, which is probably a good thing. Right. Um, I think Twitter was around and I don't know, it just wasn't as relevant, I don't think. But now it's like, I mean, you can do so much on social media. It's mm -hmm. pretty insane. So yeah, yeah. it would have been nice to have like crash courses. And I always see courses online and I've always thought about taking them. I just, I haven't bit the bullet, but I saw you took one, right? How, how did you like it? Yeah. Um, so when I first started my page, like, like I said, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and I did, I like, I wanted to know 
at least how to sound like kind of professional and like I kind of had my my things together um so I took how's that going for you <laughs> uh well you, you you know by now how it's going <laughs> so I took this I think it was a two-week um online course um with Trish over at Apothecary Design um, I just posted about it she's having another class start up I think the beginning of August and he has them like once a month or at once every six weeks or something and she was super great to work with. You're put in a small group of people. Um, they could, I think my group was all um, farmers. So she worked with us in a group setting. And then she also worked you at like an individual level. So she would break down your profile, um, starting from like your, um, like your picture, your icon, what are they called? <laughs> your little profile, like profile picture. picture. Yeah, she broke down that if it was appropriate for your page. And then she broke down like your bio up top and just kind of like your overall theme of your pictures. And she helped with like your photography style, how to edit um, and kind of stick to a theme with your pictures. She helped me with like hashtags. If I ever wanted to reach out with to a brand and work with a brand, she kind of taught me how to do that. Um, and just overall, like how to put yourself out there and promote what you want to promote basically. And she really just and she like forced you to do these things, like to reach out to people and to like, she made you like post stories until you were comfortable with it. And she would critique this entire process and she gave really positive feedback and she was just so warm and friendly. Like it just was really comforting. So I'm super thankful that I did that um, when I first started out. So if you are ever feeling kind of stuck or in a rut, I would check her out. She's super nice she's also from wisconsin so shout out oh, really? to Tr yeah shout out to trish for being awesome so i've seen a couple people post about her now i'm intrigued yeah yeah for sure she's she's a great resource to have and i still go and ask her a bunch of questions and um she actually just went on a hunt for bushlight apple for me last night she was sharing her stories <laughs> because i was in town and i was looking all over for it and i'm convinced that it's not even real anymore it's just one big, <laughs> it's one big Did hoax. Did she find it? No, she didn't. She has, <laughs> she said she has a ginormous quick trip down the road from her and she went there and they didn't have it. So I think it's just sold out everywhere because are you in the um, Wisconsin quick trip enthusiast club on Facebook? <laughs> I'm ashamed to admit that I am not. <laughs> okay. Why? You need to get in that. Um, I, know. <laughs> anyway, I think that's what it's called. Anyway, someone had posted about it. And like an employee said that anytime they get it, it's gone within like hours. Like it's just, it doesn't stick around. That's so I feel nuts. like that's, yeah, that's probably why we can't find it. But my mom was at a, um, I think she stopped at, oh, I hate to admit it. She stopped at Casey's and oh. I'm going to disown her. <laughs> and there was a sign on the door that said, no, we don't have bush apples. Stop asking. <laughs> that is kind of awesome it is <laughs> um anyway I was like I was gonna ask her a quick trip like hey are you getting it but I'm like okay it's not here <laughs> I haven't seen it here at all and I'm here a lot so I'm just gonna yeah. assume they're not getting it in someone but else... sometimes when I go by in the morning the beer trucks are there so if yeah. I ever see it bring them down <laughs> I don't think you can buy beer till 6 a.m so that oh. might be a problem well, you can dip out of work for a minute, right? 
I'll be back at 60, guys. Sorry, okay. mama. Keep I'm just gonna have to wait. <laughs> Don't push until I come back. I need my bush apple. <laughs> Priorities. You think if we just keep talking about bush apple, they'll send us some or what? <laughs> um, maybe we should just release a podcast where that's all we say. Bush, bush apple. Bush apple. Bush. 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 Okay, um, <laughs> what is a piece of advice, we've kind of been talking about this with tips mm-hmm. and stuff, but like, if someone came to you and was like, I want to start Instagram, what's your biggest piece of advice? What would it be? Just do it. Like, who cares? Like, if it sucks, who cares? Or you're going to find one person that's going to be interested. Mm-hmm. Just, just share, like I said, just share what you are passionate about and people are going to come. Um, so just, just do it. Who cares? Nike, just do it. Just yeah. do it. The hardest thing is getting started. Yeah. Kind of like, like anything I mean, else. Yeah. Like this podcast, we, I mean, we talked about it for a while before we like did it. Yeah. <laughs> and even still, we're still, uh. Bless this mess. <laughs> yeah. That's all we need to say about that, that. That That's it. We're working on it. We're getting, we're getting better. I think my number one piece of advice along with the just do it is to um, engage with other people Mm -hmm. that, I mean, when I started doing that, it got so much more fun and I met like a ton of great people. And I mean, after college, getting married and having kids and stuff, I don't, and I work a lot, I don't get to see many friends anymore. Um, So it kind of gets isolating in a way I guess so just having people that you can like talk to on social media I know some people think that's weird but it's kind of been a saving grace for me I've met a lot of awesome people and it's fun to just kind of like banter back and forth between people and like the tongue out Tuesdays that that we do um I've met a lot of people through that and then even just doing that the milk flip cup challenge that we've had going on the last two months it's like we've raised almost five thousand dollars for feeding America on Instagram, like that mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah, that's really a great point. Um, and I, I agree 10,000%. Like you said, like I live in the middle of nowhere. Like I don't have, <laughs> I don't have any friends out here. So <laughs> like when I go on Instagram and like I can connect with all these different people, like that's, that's cool. And I, we have like a general interest, a shared interest already. So it's just super easy to just kind of click with all these different people. So um, someone asked me that the other day too. They're like, how did you come up with like this wild corn dog thing? I'm like, well, that's what happens when you're 10,000 miles away from anyone else and you're just left alone with your thoughts all day. You think of stupid things like this. So uh, I was, that's why I was really happy to get out uh, yesterday and go get my hair cut and go into the city and be around quote unquote normal people. Yeah. Kind of get a little bit of my sanity back for a minute. Um, it doesn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit helps. So. Just a little bit helps. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, obviously, we talked about Bushlight a lot, but who would be like your dream collaboration? You know, I, was, I like wrote this down in the notes because I thought it'd be interesting to ask, and I have no idea. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Like I, I'm just kind of dipping my toes into you know working with brands and stuff, and it's it's been fun because it's kind of like all your hard work is kind of paying off. Like people are noticing noticing you and like like you enough to want them to rep your brand or mm-hmm. you to rep their brand. Um, so I've really been enjoying that. And I, once I hit 10 K, which was awesome, I like started getting a lot of spam emails and like, anytime I post a picture of myself, I have all these boutiques that are like, yeah, DM me. I love your style. And I'm like, have you seen me? (laughs) I love it when I get like swimsuit boutiques, like, OMG, you're such a babe. I'm like, I am. I have stuff in my hair. I look like a walking garbage can. What are you talking about? Oh, it's just, yeah, it's like you got to fish through all those. But I've been able to work with a couple of different brands now, and it's been really cool. Um, so I'd love to keep working with egg brands. But I think my ultimate, I don't even have a brand in mind, but my ultimate would be one that's not agriculture, like agriculture based, mm-hmm. just because um, then I could bring that aspect to their brand you know I don't I really don't even know who like I have no idea but anything that uh, agriculture base that I could still utilize in egg maybe a different way than they're thinking and then kind of share my story with more outsiders that's been my goal this past year not to get off on a rant here is to uh, branch out I mean I follow a lot of egg people a lot of egg people follow me and that's awesome I've learned so many like awesome things for say awesome so much I learned so many things from different farmers around the world really but I've really been trying to kind of branch out and connect with a different audience uh, especially people in Wisconsin and like more local to me I've really been trying to reach them and then I mean mothers with young kids and stuff just because I'm still a pretty new mom and I don't know what I'm doing half the time so (laughs) if I can uh you know, reach out and talk with other moms. It's kind of nice, but yeah, that kind of went south. Um, okay. So <laughs> what is, what is your ultimate brand collaboration? <laughs> well, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, my daily outfit is just all Carhartt, like no joke, top to bottom hat, shirt, jeans, belt, sometimes socks. Usually all Carhartt socks. They do. And like they're, I have some nice hunting socks and uh, these wool Carhartt socks that I wear, they're way warmer than any hunting sock that I own. So um, I I tag them in all my pictures and one day they're going to notice me. I noticed it commented on one of your pictures once. That was exciting. I was really excited. My mom saw it before I did and she was way more (laughs) pumped about it than I was. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Carhartt is in my five-year plan of, (laughs) that's my goal. My five-year plan is to work with Carhartt eventually. So that'd be awesome. Yes, I would be, I would probably cry. Yeah, I know like if I, if I know brands of stuff that I use are on Instagram, I just always try to tag them because mm-hmm. you never know who's watching. I don't know. Give them a little know. shout out. Yeah. yeah. No matter I how like big promoting they are. Brands that I, yeah, I like promoting brands that I use and yeah, if because I get paid for it, that'd be cool. Right. I mean, especially as farmers, we're always, at least I am, I'm always interested to see what people are using or wearing 
because sometimes I might not have the best, best option. Like I just asked um, last week what work boots people are wearing and I had people send me brands that I've never heard of before. So that was kind of cool just to explore that side of things too. So it's Yeah, I, I've done the same thing with, um, well, actually that's how I got my bog boots because I had always been team muck. Like I've always had muck boots and lately the, like the quality just wasn't there. They didn't last very long. So I was like, okay, I need to try something new. So I asked people on Instagram, like what your favorite boot was. And bog was um, one of the top ones. So I tried them and they're, they're great, super comfortable. Mm-hmm. hopefully they last a long time but yeah I think like social media is um kind of lets you into like smaller brands or you know not huge brands too um and found a lot of cool little little brands I don't know if you want to call it that but less well-known brands that are just as good a quality that won't cost you probably an arm and a leg yeah, and like the support system that I've noticed in this like little ag community community is so awesome. Like you're wearing a farmers are my people shirt. Is that it? Yeah, farmers, farmers are, are my, my kind of people. Kind of people. Yeah. And like just the amount of love that that boutique has gotten um, from people just sharing it over and over. Like it's mm-hmm. it's so cool. And then you see yeah, you know, like all these big people wearing it. Um, you so should show the people of YouTube your shirt. Um, so it's, it's pretty awesome. It has a squirrel on it and it's a NASA shirt. It's a North American squirrel association. (laughs) So there's just this little squirrel head popping up at the bottom of my screen, (laughs) just staring Becca down. Um, and it's, and it's like highlighter yellow. It's a, it's a very cute look. That's great. You should, yeah, I'd probably post a picture of that on Instagram when you're done. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, the people they want. Me looking <laughs> like trailer trash. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. I didn't. I didn't mean that. <laughs> oh, do you say that because I live in the trailer? <laughs> do you? I did. <laughs> oh oh no! I'm just gonna go crawl in no, the hole. <laughs> no, it's cool. We live in a double wide. It's like it's plenty of space. We used to live in a really little trailer. We're very frugal people, if you haven't figured this out yet. Um, we used to live in like a little single wide trailer when we first moved out to the farm and it was so tiny, it was awful. Uh, and then we found this double wide, someone was selling it because they were building a house. So we bought it and it, it's really nice. It's basically a house, but thanks I'm trailer trash. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not gonna dig myself into a deeper hole and we're gonna keep on rocking and <laughs> Um, okay, so I didn't write this down, but um, we've obviously been talking about Instagram pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite platform? Like, do you have one besides Instagram? <laughs> I love TikTok. I <laughs> China probably has all my information and whatever, but um, I never post videos on there. I'm just a lurker. Uh, so oh, me too. I, <laughs> I spend a lot of time on TikTok. Um, and you know, Facebook was my other big platform for a while, but it's just gotten to the point where I don't like to see people argue about things, uh, that's happening in the world right now. So like politics and and all this COVID stuff, I, it, I, it, (laughs) 
So I try to stay off of Facebook, um, but I just started, I made my cranberry chats up on Facebook um, like a couple weeks ago. So I try to keep that up to date. But other than that, that's like the only reason I go on Facebook now. Um, and Twitter, I'm there. I don't do anything. I just creep again. So yeah, the only <laughs> the only thing like I'm really active on is Instagram. The rest of the time I just creep and laugh at myself. Yeah, TikTok really, I, it's a time sucker, but there's so many funny videos on there. It's, it's also I, very... I mean, I've posted some, but I don't, I don't, they're all calves. Like I had one kind of go viral. I don't know if you'd call it that, but it was cute. Yeah, your little baby calf. Um, yeah. Uh, that, that was, Hello, how are it. you today? <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Did you make that sound? <laughs> no, my voice is just that squeaky. <laughs> so I that do that great. to my dog every time I see him. Hello, how are you today? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, I'm on Twitter too. I, yeah, I'm pretty silent on that. Facebook, I, I like Facebook for the like the local aspect. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot more like selling of our beef via Facebook than I have on Instagram. Um, just because most of the people that follow us on Facebook are like very local to us and it's easier that way. But yeah, I don't, Facebook's not my favorite. I'm not very good at posting on it. Mm-mm. Instagram's probably my favorite. I, I had kind of made a YouTube, but I haven't posted on it. That's, that's too much time. I don't have yeah. that much time. That's a lot of work and we just don't have that kind of time. Yeah. I like Instagram because you can kind of just do it as you go. Like with YouTube, you got to film it and you got to edit it and like props to anyone that can do that. I mm-hmm. just, I don't think I'll ever be at that point. I don't think I'll, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> unless I hire like a personal assistant, there's no, I can't. Yeah. All right. What's next? <laughs> Um, so we've been kind of talking about like just the ag industry in general on social media. How do you feel like, what are your thoughts on like their presence? Like I know, um, like June dairy month was huge for everyone in the dairy industry. And I was, I was very impressed with how active a lot of dairy farmers were on social media. Like you mentioned with the activists and stuff just tearing you down all the time like how like what are your thoughts on just like the egg community in general sharing sharing their stories I feel like more and more people are doing it which is awesome I I know a lot of farmers still get activist attacks and um when that happens it's really discouraging um we had it once on our uh, Wago Dairy Facebook page. I will never forget it. I, I had posted a picture of um, a calf hut and it was like the dead of winter. It was really cold out. We were having a blizzard. We've got doors that we put on the front of the calf hut just to keep the snow from blowing in and like the wind from blowing in. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone had taken that picture and posted it on uh, an activist, whatever, and said that it was a veal crate and that the calf never saw daylight and um what these activists do is they they pretty much target farmers like they'll take a post and share it and be like all right go attack this farmer go attack this post and so we I mean I had to shut our page down it 
it was awful. People would go and like review us as one star because we were raping and murdering our animals and commenting on the picture. I had to delete the post. Um, and like back then I didn't, I didn't really know what to do. So I, that's, well, that's what I did. I just kind of freaked out. I shut it down. I blocked everyone, cleaned it up and came back. And when we came back, um, like everyone around us started leaving five-star reviews and like just kind of building us back up, which was really awesome. But it was really discouraging. And like, if we were brand new on social media, I'd probably be like, well, I'm out. Like we're done here. But I, yeah, I learned like to just kind of roll with the punches and just block and delete people as you need to. I rarely get any vegans on my page anymore. I don't know if I just blocked them all or I don't know what, but I try, I mean, it's not like I don't do any controversial stuff. I do, but I don't know. They just don't find me anymore. Knock on wood. I think it's like going to be still really important for more and more farmers to keep coming on and sharing their stories and stuff because just over the years that I've done it, I've met so many people that had no idea, you know, half the stuff that goes on in a dairy farm. And they're like, you know, I'm so glad I can learn from you and ask you questions without judgment and things like that. So if more people can do that and we can reach more people, eventually, you know, the truth is going to be the truth. And I don't think they're ever going to go away, but hopefully we can kind of outshine them and hunker them down. I don't know. Yeah. Because like, I've kind of talked about this before where going grocery shopping is so confusing. Like even like I'm a farmer and even when I go to the store, sometimes this package seem makes it seem scary. Like, should I be buying this? Like I like up until recently, I didn't know like about hormones and antibiotics and different things because I've seen packaging where it's like, Oh, hormone free, like all this other stuff. And I had no idea. And I think it's really awesome that the egg community is just like you said, pushing their stories and kind of reassuring the consumer that what they're producing is, is safe. And like, I, I knew that, but just that fear-based marketing can be mm-hmm. really awful. Anyway, uh, so I think like you, like you said, it's just important for farmers to share their story because, you know, people turn to Google half the time to ask what's safe and what's not when they should be asking the source they should be coming right to the farmer so the more that we can push that message that what we're doing is great then more power more power to us like yeah and I think it's important to to obviously show about like farming and how we do everything but also keep it relatable like if you have hobbies it's you know show your hobbies and stuff Mm -hmm. because I noticed when I started sharing like about more than just farming, even though we established last week that all I do is farm, um, you know, when I kind of share the kids or like if we're at the cabin or if I'm hunting or something like that, and you can kind of um, build a relationship with someone on something other than farming because a lot of like consumers aren't necessarily just going to follow a farmer to follow a farmer, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're probably looking for some other way that they can connect with you. And then when they do that, then they can kind of learn more about your farming. Right. Did you have another question or was that it? That was, that's pretty much it. I think okay. we kind of covered a lot of the bases there. Um, but we did have a fan question that oh, yeah. I wanted to bring up. So we, we make a story on our podcast Instagram page where we ask for questions each week 
Um, so this week, it come, the question comes from Diane Vanderhorst. And Becca, she wants to know, does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes. Really? I like it too. Oh, it's so good. You know what else pineapple belongs in? What? Venison brats. Really? Have you ever had that? No, it sounds good though. Oh, we get our um, venison. Well, we've been processing it more ourselves lately because it's quite pricey to do it now. Um, but we always send some to Edgewood Locker and they make the best pineapple brats ever. And they make pineapple sticks. They're so good. It just sounds like, I hate this word, but it sounds so juicy. I think you froze. Oh, okay. You're back. <laughs> like, it just, <laughs> that's one of my least favorite words. Moist. <laughs> moist is fine. It's just juicy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you just leaned in to say that. Juicy. <laughs> they, I mean, they are, but they're oh, so good. It's huh. kind of like pineapple on pizza. Like, it's unexpected, but it's delicious. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad. See, gal, dang it. This is why we connect so well. We're just... <laughs> <laughs> Same wavelength like all the way through. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, if you would have said no, I don't know how that would have affected us. Ooh relationship saved for another week. <laughs> um, so before we end, how about we just share like everywhere we are on, on social media? I mean, I know like your name and stuff or where they can find you. And I, yeah. want, I need to know your TikTok and then you need to start making TikToks. I don't know my TikTok name. Um, but you're you that find... much of a lurker. You're, you're yeah. user, user I'm user... One, eight, nine, six, seven. Five, uh, two, one. <laughs> let me pull it up real quick. But on uh, Facebook and Instagram, I'm at Cranberry Chats. Oh, and uh, on TikTok, I'm at Amber Bristow three. So feel free to send me all the TikToks. Also, our internet connection is getting really terrible. <laughs> so Becca, okay, before um, I drop the call, where where can we find you at? Uh, Instagram is at Farming with the Hildies. Uh, Facebook, we're Hilby Family Farm, and Twitter, it's Becca Hilby. TikTok is Farming with the Hilbies. YouTube is Hilby Family Farm, but like I said, I, I don't do anything there. I just wanted to have it just in case I ever got ambitious. <laughs> Let me know when that oh, day comes. Oh, and I guess we, yeah, <laughs> we got a website, uh, hilbyfamilyfarm.com. It's nothing special, but... I made it, so. <laughs> oh, so then it's I extra tried. special. Yeah, it was a labor of love. Hard, hard love. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram <laughs> at Forward Farming Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sure can. You sure can. <laughs> uh, and where can everyone listen to us? Obviously, if they're listening to this, they're listening to us on a podcast platform but <laughs> you can find us on apple spotify <laughs> or stitcher we try to upload every tuesday morning nice and early like around 4 a.m if you're up then if you're up and at them that early check us out tuesday mornings and make sure to leave us a review and a rating of five stars also so don't that... forget to subscribe we'd love oh yeah to that would help. we'd love to have you every week 
And so you can join this. Bless us, miss. Amen. Well, Becca, till it's next week. Real. It's been fun. It's been fun. It's been real fun. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like we had some good content today. Hopefully someone learned something and um yeah, I don't know. Make sure you guys like I mean leave us reviews, but then also like head to Instagram or something and tell us maybe things we could work on. Yeah. Other than like having criticism. Other than having our, our things together, um, let us know what we can work yeah, on. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I feel like our audio has been good and stuff, but maybe, you know, if you don't think so, let us know so we can fix it. Yes, We're kind please. of learning as we go here, so. Yes, or if you have any tips or tricks for us. We'd love yeah. to hear, we'd love to hear feedback from you, so. Or if you want to sponsor an episode. I mean, I don't yeah. know how that works, but we can figure it out. Bushlight, Apple. <laughs> I've heard it's very juicy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, I'm going to go to bed. Right, we're up. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Still listening? Hey, hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs>